Hare Krishna. Okay. Usually myself and Govinda Maharaj would come out alone. This is a sort of a precedent. After I don't know how many years we've been doing this, bringing uh, bringing other devotees. So welcome and. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, the condition was that uh, not just now, but generally, devotees on uh, Parikrama they tend to chat, and that's uh, that's not really proper. Uh, not even just on Parikrama, but you know, when we were with, if we were with Prabhupada, I mean, no one talked. Uh, they just listened or chanted Hare Krishna. We came along uh, that highway, which is uh, ancient sort of road uh, that leads uh, leads towards Delhi, and we came by some many, many places, some of which are signposted, many of them are, are, are not Krishna's pastime places. Uh, and, uh, and then when we came here, that town that we turned off and came on this road that was quite bad, that was uh, Koshi. And Koshi is it was actually one of the granaries of Nanda Maharaj. Uh, well, there you can't see Nanda Gram. There. Barshana. That's Nanda Gram. That's Nanda Gram. Yeah. And Barshana is over there. Barshana is over there. So there, there you see Nanda Gram. And. Uh, I always have a bad sense of direction. North. And then, uh, and we're going to walk that way. There you see this sort of clump of trees. Not these trees here, but beyond. And that's Terkadamba, we will walk there. This, uh, this place is known as Jabat. And uh, this uh, temple is, uh, is that old Baba fast? These are new chaps. And uh, this uh, temple is where the uh, palace of uh, Srimati Vadarani uh, was. There are these. Uh, Three main places, Jabat, Nandagram, Barshana, and uh, these are the uh, places in which Krishna's pastimes uh, uh, rotate. Uh, 
you know, Krishna was appeared in Gokula. From Gokula, then they came and they lived uh, in Chatikar, where we are, in Ramanreti. And then from there, they came here to Nandagram. I keep going this way. Anyway, keep going. Came to Nandagram. And uh, Nandagram is the place in which Krishna uh, manifests his uh, pastimes as a uh, youth, Kishore. So there are these three. Uh, there's Krishna's childhood, his boyhood, and his youthhood. And uh, in that youthhood, uh, then of course Krishna's uh, Madhurya Lila, or his uh, pastimes, I'm speaking loud enough, or his pastimes uh, with gopis become fully manifest. They're there to some degree, uh, but not, not in, a, uh, uh, in a very amorous way as they do then. And uh, you know the nature uh, of uh, that relationship here in Vrindavan is Parakya Bhavi Koriya Prachar. So Kaviraj Goswami says, Prachar, I, I sing, I, I preach the glories of this Parakya Bhavi. Uh, there are some people who have difficulty, not just now, but even back in the time of uh, Jiva Goswami, Rupa Goswami, had difficulty in accepting that Krishna would act contrary to religious principles. That was even one of the uh, questions that came up uh, in Srimad Bhagavatam. Parikshit Maharaj posed it because he saw that the sages around him were a little bewildered that Krishna was dancing with the wives of other men. Uh, but that is actually Krishna's uh, eternal, most uh, relishable uh, pastime. Krishna also is eternally married. Uh, that marriage then pastimes goes on in Dwarka but they don't manifest the full richness of the Leela. So in order to facilitate that parakya uh, uh, above, then Srimati Radharani is married. And she's married to uh, this Abhimanyu, Aingo. Uh, I was just doing research on the names uh, unfortunately, I've already forgotten what the results of the research was, but uh, it's, uh, he's very, he's referred to in uh, Ramavaivarta Purana, uh, and there are uh, different uh, references, but in any case, uh, and who, who he is, uh, there's mention of him as being someone who wanted to marry uh, Lakshmi Devi, and uh, so Shumati Radharani is the original Lakshmi. Uh, there's also mention of uh, him being actually Krishna's shadow. Krishna's shadow is also uh, a uh, person, everything is personal, so that he's actually Krishna's uh, shadow.
anyway, whatever it is, uh, they lived here. And uh, it was Nand, uh, Maharaj Brishabhanu who built this whole palace as a wedding present. Uh, and that's, uh, that's generally the, you know, when they girls get married, then there's some dowry and there's some other things. So Maharaj Bishabhanu is uh, very wealthy, of course. And so uh, he builds a very uh, beautiful and uh, suitable uh, home. Uh, although it's very beautiful, for Shumati Radharani, it's like a jail. So the lay layout of the home is that it goes, it goes like this in an L shape. Uh, and then it has a uh, wall over there, and the exit goes here onto that street. You know, road streets don't change very much over centuries and millennia. So they, they sort of stay, stay the same. And uh, so you can imagine as we're going to walk, this is Shimati Radharani would go out the door and take a right and walk walk out there her her apartment is well we're up here we're we're up in what is generally known as a moon tower and it may have gone even higher uh, it seems that they had uh, they had uh, they had tall structures not buildings but they had tall structures uh, in uh, Govinda Lila Mita Kaviraj Goswami talks about Lolita Devi's kunj going up as far as six, six stories. So quite high, certain, certain parts of it. And uh, very, very expansive, very big. Of course, the very dynamic, it can go up, it can come down, it can go out, it can come in. Uh, but on the first floor uh, is uh, her, her residence. Uh, underneath is the mother-in-law, sister-in-law. They live down there. Husband, although the husband spends most of his time in the barns, and I don't know with what direction the barns were. He's very sort of cow-centered, and that's how more or less he stays separate from Shimati Radharani, and. Uh, the, the stairway is like we have it over here. In this way is the servants' quarters, uh, and in this way is hers. There's a big, big hall over here, and then after that is a sitting room, and the bedroom, dressing room, and bathroom uh, over uh, over there. Generally, you see here, people have their bathing and toilet outside. Uh, however, uh, certain references seem to indicate that uh, her bathing, at least, uh, was also going on uh, inside. And, uh, and this is, and around here, uh, then the system is, is that devotees who come into Krishna's pastime uh, as uh, gopis, they take birth in Barshana, uh, or 
Well, generally, that's what we hear, taking birth in Varshana. Thakur Bhaktivinoda says that. Narottam says that. And then they get married here in Jabat. This is Abhimanyu's village. And he had another residence before this was built. Uh, and, uh, and then so they all live all around here. So Lalita, Vishaka, Gopis, Mancharis, they all have their residence. Uh, we came, well, you saw what a distance we came. So they're all at night. Krishna and Gopis have their pastimes by the Jamuna. They come back here, just like when we left early, early in the morning. So they get back here. Now, they don't have cars, they just walk. So, you know, Brindavan moves and is very dynamic. So they cover that quite long distance, 30 miles from there to here. They all go to their home, sneak in the home. Everybody thinks that their daughters, daughter-in-laws that they spent the night there. And then they get up quickly, saying that they have to come. Shumati Radharani is the princess. So we need to go take, that's the tradition. You go take darshan of the king. Uh, you offer your respects uh, in the morning, uh, or that we're coming to help her dress, do this, do that. And they don't have any real suspicion. They're just always thinking that these girls are spending so much time over there with Shumati Radharani. And then they come here and she's already come home early, taking rest. So they wake her up and uh, then help dress her. And then they walk here to there. Uh, Shumati Radharani always covers her face uh, for different reasons, girls, Girls do that, but the other reason is that uh, she doesn't doesn't so much uh, favor the people of the village because they're always sort of gossiping about her. So that's why she uh, also keeps her face covered and she keeps separate from them. So this is uh, this is a very wonderful place. This tree we just didn't get to talk about it. This is. Uh, this is an ancient, original tree. Unfortunately, it's not, uh, it's not being protected. Uh, if you went to Imlital, then you see finally now, there was the original tree. That tree Chaitanya Mahaprabhu sat under, that tree Krishna sat under, and Krishna and Radharani met there. Uh, it was a monkeys completely annihilated it, destroyed it. Now what's left is being sort of covered by a cage. Uh, this is also uh, original tree that Shiva Lingam used to be under the tree. Uh, now they moved it inside. And uh, it's a Kalpabriksha tree uh, who who he is as devotee, we can't say, but you can see how it sort of leans over here. Now, Srimati Radharani has, there's a hallway over here and there are balconies out the window. Uh, it happened that Krishna came to this uh, 
tree, climbed up the tree in order to try to, well, he, his idea was to get inside. Uh, but uh, mother-in-law came out and she sort of suspected first up, he was making uh, singing like a cuckoo, but it was out of season for cuckoos. So she was immediately suspicious and uh, she came out and uh, sat under that tree. So there's this uh, really nice verse that Krishna actually spent the whole night in that tree. Uh, he couldn't get in, he couldn't uh, go down. So it was only early, early morning when she finally uh, fell asleep that he was able to crawl down and then also sneak out. Over that way, somewhere is Kamyavan. Over there, Kaman, and there's Shani, Devi, and uh, many, many lovely pastimes that take place here. Uh, we're going to that Kishori Kun. I took you to over here the last oh, time. No, we're just going to walk. We're just going to walk. You want to say, speak? Speakable? Yeah. Uh, sometime I came here there was a elder uh, devotee here and uh, he was explaining the uh, glories of this tree I couldn't remember and I asked him about <coughs> seeing the uh, hmm. He let the fisherman's friend that was there in the Alatan. Fun? I asked him a question, and I can't even remember what the question was. Uh, but anyway, it was about, uh, you know, he said, this is a Kalpa Briksha, you pray to it, and uh, it, will, uh, it will fulfill your desire. I said, will it reveal uh, all the uh, pastimes that take place here? He says, well, you sit here and you just chant Hare Krishna for a long, long, long time, and then, then it will. I was thinking that uh, in the uh, almost 50 years that we've been coming here, 47 years, so much change has taken place. There is advantage to Manasa Seva. The Vrindavan in the mind doesn't have all these factories and bumpy roads and uh, smoke. And it's a, uh, it's a very, uh, it's like, and that's why it's so important for us to actually hear and read the uh, 
descriptions of Acharyas who both either lived here 500 years ago or act, and actually uh, have uh, realization uh, of the Aprakatam, Krishna's original spiritual abode. Uh, so that that becomes very much welded in our minds because that is the real Vrindavan that actually exists here. Apaka, Praka, Drishtava. We always have to be very respectful and uh, never, never say anything uh, about what we see, uh, even though it may sometimes appear like that, that it's dirty, it's smuggy, it's, uh, there's so many other things are going on. This is uh, the external covering on the dam, uh, beneath which actually here, Krishna, Krishna is personally, eternally uh, manifesting uh, Brindavan Dham. Brindavan Dham is being maintained uh, by Krishna directly. And uh, Amjiva Goswami points out there's a potency that's called, uh, that I, that's called, I forget, it's uh, mentioned in the Antardhan uh, Shakti. Antardhan Shakti. So there are uh, certain devas who have this Antardhan Shakti, that means that they become invisible. You know, they become visible. Vis you read about it all the time in Srimad Bhagavatam. They just sort of appear, materialize. So when, uh, when Krishna appears, he brings the spiritual world with him. So 5,000 years ago, everything looked here the way it looks in Goloka Vrindavan. Uh, when Krishna disappeared, then he took with him the spiritual world, Krishna Sva Dharma Pagati Dharma Jnana Vibhisaha. So uh, his dam, his abode also uh, left. And this Atardhan Shakti, uh, it became hidden. Left means that it was covered by this uh, uh, potency uh, in which the material energy uh, appears to then manifest, and that then becomes the drishtavan. Drishtavan means that, that dam that you see. So what we're seeing is the material energy uh, as it sort of coats or covers the uh, spiritual world. Uh, because it isn't that it goes anywhere, the spiritual world is it's all pervading, just like Krishna's all pervading, Krishna's everywhere, he doesn't go anywhere, it's just that sometimes you see him, sometimes you don't. At that time everyone saw everything, not only everything, but everybody, even, even materialistic people were able to see a certain version of Krishna, not, not exactly Krishna, it was more like a reflection of Krishna and uh, even the demons. But now uh, that's there. Uh, but the way to actually enter, then uh, all those uh, inconceivable potencies and energies, they then become manifest uh, when uh, we uh, develop that frame up.
and that's what we're targeting for, shooting for. We want to have uh, develop love for Krishna. It's not an easy thing, uh, but uh, this is the best place uh, in order to do it. Uh, and Brindavan Dam can bestow that love for Krishna. Uh, we have to have the, but we have to beg for it, and the best way to beg for it is through the uh, medium of the holy name. So I guess it's uncommonly hot. I've never been here when it's so hot. Sometimes it's like cool when we uh, all uh, time. But so we we walk. And so try to meditate that this is, uh, this is the same path that uh, Srimati Radharani and her gopi friends, every day they go walk over there to cook for Krishna. So she has a blessing. Uh, in theory, she's been blessed by uh, Durvasa Muni, although of course Srimati Radharani uh, doesn't need blessings from anybody. But she goes there to cook and then after she comes back, and then from here she goes to Radakund, uh, and then uh, again comes back. Meanwhile, Krishna goes out after breakfast to Govardhan and herds the cows, and in the afternoon he comes back this way, and she comes up to this moon tower in order to take Darshan. And this is actually not right in the middle of town, this is on the edge of town. Yeah, we are on the edge of town. Maybe there weren't as many uh, buildings in this direction. And, uh, and the cows swing along this way uh, and uh, come through the town. And Krishna uh, and Radharani are able to uh, see each other eye to eye. Watch out for the monkeys. I don't know, are these wise the glasses these monkeys no do not get educated okay and uh, so let's offer our obeisances here uh, and uh, then we shall go jai shivan davandam ki jai